This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Really, Riley. Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hey there, beloveds. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Really Riley, my little corner of the world where I like to talk about things that are very real in my life, things that make you laugh, things that make you cry, a little bit of pop culture, some reviews, and also I like to make you go, what the f*** did that girl just say? Those are my favorite. Um, But today is one of my very favorite segments on the podcast. It's something I used to do when I was on terrestrial radio because I'm a little bit of psycho when it comes to jewelry engagements, especially because I got engaged um, on the air um, and I always loved it when people would call in and it was like their big news of the day. Like, oh my God, Riley, I got engaged. And my thing was always show me the ring. Yes, because I love jewelry, but also because I love the stories behind this piece of jewelry and an engagement ring that means so much and like unites two people as a couple and the history and all of that stuff. Um, So it's way more than me just being a boo-boo and wanting to look at jewelry. It's that too. But today we have a very special guest whom I'm obsessed with a quote that she sent me about talking about finding her fiance. She was a single mama. She met her husband-to-be on social media. (laughs) Hee hee, kind of like me. But the quote that got me She said, I promised myself that I would never again settle for less than I deserved. I would find a man that defined the phrase, if he wanted to, he would. A fucking men. So without further ado, hi, Megan. How are you doing? Hi, Riley. How are you? I'm ecstatic because I get to talk about jewelry. I get to talk about you. I get to talk about love because who doesn't need a little bit of more of that in their life? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you just recently got engaged to Kenneth or have you been engaged for a little bit? Uh, Yeah, we've gotten engaged uh, January 7th. (gasps) Oh, stop. That is Oh my God, that's such a lucky number eight, number seven. I met Marshall, my husband, also on social media, um, on the sixth. And then I think my, enga- oh shoot, I think my engagement, shoot. Yeah, my engagement anniversary is also on the seventh, but it was July. So yay, that makes me, 
Not about me. Okay, so I want to get into this a little bit. Um, the ring that you have, we'll get into the specifics of that and, you know, maybe some future wedding plans or whatever. But when you messaged me, you said that you had done a lot of soul searching to find your current love, your man, your future husband, that you did a lot of therapy. So tell me a little bit about that journey, if you want to, a bit about your breakup, because you said that you met Kenneth about a year and a half after you and your daughter's father broke up. Yeah, so it was actually about a year after me and my daughter's father broke up. But um, yeah, I am obviously, well, not obviously, but I have had a lot of, uh, I guess you would say, daddy issues where, you know, you just want to be loved and, you know, searching. I don't want to stay in the wrong places because my daughter's father, he's a really nice guy. But ultimately, I was just settling for what I was searching for and it wasn't just reciprocated back and uh, after that like I said I did a lot of therapy and finding myself and focusing on you know this is what I want and I'm not going to settle until I get that and you know I have found a man that uh, you know does things for me because he wants to not because I've asked because you want to yes I always tell people this that it's like it's not thank god it's just not just me I was finding and forcing that's what I call it I was finding boo-boos forcing it and like trying to think oh yeah this could be it but I was settling for whatever was there and not what I actually wanted and this is the thing that I tell people in a lot of times and how did you manifest Marshall it's like I also had to do a lot of self-work first in order to find what I could give from someone and what I wasn't going to accept from someone anymore. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just got excited. But tell me more. No, uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Conversation. Love it. Um, <laughs> no, it was just, it, it was just, I don't know. It was just, he rearranged his whole, he's from Virginia and I'm from Maryland and the Eastern Shore. And so it was like an hour and a half ride each way. And he was like, I will come see you every day. Every day, if that's what I if I get to see you every day to make your day better, I will. Oh. And he he did that for a while, and then he relocated over here. And oh, that yeah. now, see, I'm not originally from the DMV, right? But what I learned is that people in Virginia and Maryland they don't go to the other sides very often. No. <laughs> you know, it was like for me too. Like Marshall, when I met him, he lived like 45 minutes away, and also said the same thing. And I thought that that was the sweetest because. Like the biggest gift you can give somebody, honestly, at the end of the day is time. And when people freely give that and want that and then want more of it, and there's no guesswork when you meet someone, it's like, oh, okay, this could be it. A lot of times when people will ask me, you know, how did you know that Marshall was the one? And at first it didn't like click like that, you know, because I had a child and I was jaded as hell, but it was kind of seamless. There wasn't questioning in the beginning was it like that for you too yeah I mean of course I mean I was a little skeptical not nothing that he did just from you know previously being hurt previously from being let down so my expectations weren't exactly high for things to work but you know (laughs) it was was funny because I used to always tell him oh you're blowing smoke you're blowing smoke you're lying to me you're blowing smoke you're not really as great as you you're blowing smoke he's like no really really I'll show you I'll show you and Mm -hmm. he's his favorite thing to me is saying I told you so because he told me all along that he was going to make me his wife and that he was going that I was the one and that 
this, that, and the third. And it's the yeah, best, his, though. Like, because Demon yeah, and Zach, um, you kind of knew he was right, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I knew he was right, but it, you know, nobody likes to be told I told you so. No, especially not this girl. <laughs> I hear you. My Latina comes out. I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> that's yeah. one you're gonna have but, to kind of give him. Yeah, that's that's one that I don't mind giving him. Right. Honestly, but. <laughs> That's the only time. (laughs) Just one. I get it. I mean, it's a really special thing when someone will prove to you with more than just their words and continue to prove it to you. Because poor Marshall. Like, I still have, like, you know, traumas from past or whatever that I always feel like we always call it. All right, told you so is I always feel like the other shoe is going to drop. And he's always saying to me, keep your shoes tied. It's funny that he always buys me, like, shoes now. Um, But (laughs) I want to hear how... Did it come about that you guys started getting serious and were falling in love? What did that look like? Like, who said it first? Um, I think it was kind of a mutual thing, uh-huh. and mm, I think I said it first. Honestly, wow. I think I said it first. Um, but it was it was kind of given, yeah, that he did. Yeah. It was it was given that he did. He just um, at the beginning uh, it. I joke because we had a conversation because I'm I'm pretty sassy and I'm pretty snarky at first. Like mm-hmm. when my you know when we first met, like my guard was up, like ha ha ha. Yeah. And then he tried to pretend like his guard was up, and um, he said something about not having a heart, and I called him the Tid Man, and that was <laughs> <laughs> that was going back and forth. So we joked about that for a while, and then you know obviously he's definitely not the 10 man that he claimed to be but uh yeah he I think I said it first we were actually just got finished watching I don't know one of his movies that I pretended to like I I couldn't tell you what it was (laughs) to be honest with you but I was I was just happy to have his company truthfully and uh yeah he I was tickling his arm because he's, I, I, I like it when people do that light touch on my arm. I find it very relaxing. Yeah. And he, he, he wigs the hell out. <laughs> he, 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 he says it tickled so bad. And, uh, the, then I think I just blurted it out. Like, I love you. And Aww. he was like, ha. yeah, that's the best though. Like, that's how, you know, you mean it when you're like, Oh shit. Did I just say that? Yep. Sure did. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Pretty sure I got really red, and he just looked at me with the little gleam that he gets in his eyes, and I love you too. And I'm like, oh gosh, this really just happened. Oh, like you're so in love. I love this so much. I mean, I know a lot of people like I get super giddy about that stuff because I just know the feeling of when you've been through a lot of either trauma or just hardships in relationships, and you finally find that thing that clicks, especially after you've done so much self-work and therapy. It's just like, damn it, you deserve it to be giddy, and I want to be giddy for you. So yeah. how did it come about um, introducing him to your daughter? Because I know for me, obviously, we're dodo birds and got engaged after like six months, and you know we were crazy, but it worked out. I was very protective of Lyric and I was like, no man's ever met him in that way. So why do you want to meet him? Like what, what's the motive there? I was very much like, no, but then obviously it didn't very take very much long after that, that he did. So were you trepidatious about that at first or were you just like, yeah, he, he's a good guy. We can do this. Um, well, he actually, we're, we are engaged only about seven months after 
so we're not far behind you in that and that um matter but uh it was kind of like um he's the first one around my daughter um but I just kind of felt a level of comfort I mean it was probably about I know it's not a long time but about 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 a month in of right there with you him him showing the commitment to me of literally driving from Fairfax, Virginia over the Bay Bridge every single day. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like that thing. Every single, yeah, every single day. And for, you know, the first month of it, I'm like, you can't come until after eight o'clock because that's when my daughter goes to bed. You cannot come until after eight o'clock. And he was here after eight o'clock and then out the door to get to work and you know hitting the beltway at five thirty in the morning man so. you're starting to freak me out this is literally <laughs> the same as marshall and i i said the same thing i was like lyric goes down at seven you can't come he would drive in stay like 45 minutes and then i would fall asleep on his chest and he would leave i just got full body goosebumps <laughs> but it it does show you again your quote i can't stop thinking about it it's just if he wants to, he will. And if you seek that out in someone else and you exude that energy that this is what I'm going to have or I'm not going to have it, you'll find it. I always say, you know, what you think about, you bring about in manifestation and that works for love too. So let's get to the proposal. So I love your beautiful ring. It is a solitaire, but the band around it almost looks as if it's like a wave to me of like diamonds because it's got the band that comes up around the top of the diamond and then goes down around the bottom with pave diamonds around it. It's white gold. It's classic. It's beautiful. So did he pick this out or did you? Um, well, I told him I wanted something unique. It is. And good. I, and I told him that I wanted it to be a solitaire. And I told him that I liked little, <laughs> little swoops. <laughs> as you will <laughs> and then he tried to show me a few pictures of rings and I was like "You, if you want anybody's venue you need to go to my best friend Good job. and that is what he did because I didn't want to know I wanted yeah. to be surprised I didn't I didn't want to pick it out myself I mean I know a lot of women do I mean to each their own but I wanted him to pick something out that he thought that I would like and that when he saw it, he's that's her. Oh, that's 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 what that's what I want her to have, and so that's what we got. And then the wedding band actually has the same little swoop wave, you know, doop 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 in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good technical term. Honestly, I know so much about jewelry and all the technical terms, and I don't know what the technical term is for that. So we're gonna go soup de doop 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 doop. But it's so pretty, yeah. and I love that it's going to fit together like two parts of one whole in a way. Yeah, it's so yeah. so pretty. I love just the story behind it too because it seems so romantic and lighthearted that you said that description because you guys I will post a picture of the ring on um really rally podcast on Instagram but the swoop de doop like completely describes it and for a man to be able to go take that description and go get what you wanted I love this so how did he propose how did that come about uh so he I he had some conditions oh before um before proposing um uh my nails had to be done (laughs) good man good man (laughs) 
And um, I didn't want it as a gift. So like Christmas, yeah. I didn't want Christmas. I didn't want Valentine's Same. Day. My birthday is actually the 16th of January. I didn't, I didn't want it as a gift. Mm-hmm. I wanted it on a Tuesday because it was raining and that's, that's what I wanted. And he did it on a Saturday and it was raining and um, we went to dinner and he actually got with the wait staff and had them put it in a piece of cheesecake for me. And (laughs) yeah, uh, everybody knew but me. Um, I am not a small chested gal and (laughs) I accidentally got some of the uh, au jus from my steak on my tan sweater (laughs) and (laughs) I went to go to the bathroom while we were um I got what I thought was waiting for the check and uh on my way to the bathroom I guess I'd never been here before and the bathroom was near the kitchen and I guess they were trying to come out with the cheesecake as I was going to the bathroom and a waitress deterred me and was like oh the bathroom's over here you can use this bathroom i think they're you know mopping the floors in the other one i'm like oh okay and she's like oh my gosh you got something on your shirt oh my god i got a brand new tie to go pen let me go get it for you wow. and i'm thinking to myself wow this is like a one yeah. restaurant dancy dancy uh-huh. never been anywhere like this before so, um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're actually really that nice or if it was just because everybody knew about it but me. But but how special is that, though? Like, I love that. See, there's people out there that love love because, you know, you could have had a crappy wait staff that would have been like, hmm, I spoiled her engagement, which is the jaded side of yeah. me coming out again. But I think I think that's so cool, honestly. Not not like that, yeah, you got Aju on your sweater, but I think that some of the greatest stories in love are when everything goes to shit or seems like it is. And then you have some like big, beautiful moment. So you come back from the bathroom and what happens after that? Um, so my back was towards like where they were coming from. And then they came, put it on the table. And I am, I'm not one to be center of attention by any means. I don't like it. It makes me so uncomfortable. I turn red and then my go-to is to cover my face, which I, <laughs> Both of those things happened, and he's down on one knee, and all the waitresses are lined up on the back wall, and, you know, I said yes, and we kissed, and then I couldn't look that way at everyone today. (laughs) You know, I get that, though, because obviously I can handle the attention given what I do for a living, but I was sort of the same in the proposal moment that I put my head in my hands so much to the fact that Marshall was like uh can you hear me <laughs> because I think those moments we just become like it's so surreal or whatever it almost doesn't feel real maybe that everybody yeah. looking at you it feels like a fishbowl kind of yeah <laughs> yeah or something that you like see in the movie where they're all lined up with their white tuxedo shirts on and yeah just clapping and it was just oh okay this this, this happens this, this is this wow okay But I think the cool part about those moments, even if it like, you know, makes a little like a little uncomfortable for the the soon to be woman fiance, part of the fiance tutum is that a lot of men, this is more their moment like than the wedding is. I know for Marshall, it was that way because he could have we could have gone to a beach and had frizzy ass hair and, you know, had a worse sundress and he would have been fine with that. But no, thank you. But I think for him, at least it's like this is their this is their big 
moment. You know, they just spend some dough in a ring and they're nervous. Is he a guy that gets nervous or was he just kind of cool as a cucumber during the proposal? Um, he, he was nervous. I would say he would never tell you that, but I, (laughs) I I think he was, I think he was nervous. Um, I think more along the lines of the fact that he doesn't really have a whole lot of like family, um, left. Unfortunately, he was an only child and both his family, both his parents died. So he didn't really have anybody to turn to more or less for advice. He had Mm -hmm. my mom and my mom's boyfriend, which, I mean, I guess she's helpful. I love her dearly, but <laughs> we're two different people. <laughs> Moms are usually like that. Yep, I get you. Uh, well, so I I do know that he called her and was like, "Well, do I do I do I kneel? Do I what do I do when they hand her cheesecake?" <laughs> Yes, so. I love how you put it in the cheesecake. Is there some significance to the cheesecake, or did he just want to put it in something sweet? Um, no, we both love cheesecake. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> That's Marshall's favorite. I'm more of a Tres Leches girl, but, you know, I digress. So what is on tap for the wedding? Do you guys want to do a big wedding? Do you want to do a small wedding? Are you guys just going to go to City Hall? What are you thinking? Oh, girlfriend, I am (laughs) doing a justice of the peace wedding, and I love all of my friends and family dearly, but um, I'm spending my money on my honeymoon with my husband. (laughs) Get it. You know, honestly... I will never say that I regret any one dime that I spent on my wedding because that was just, you know, each their own. Like you said, everybody has their own dream situation. And But I will say this. After the wedding, I before the wedding, I had said, oh, I'm going to I'm going to do another vow renewal in like five years. Fuck that. It, no, I'm glad I did it. I came. I saw I wed. So you're probably doing it the right way that you're going to have some really fantastical honeymoon. And yes. Yeah. Where do you think you <laughs> guys want to uh... go? Uh, we haven't talked about that really. I mean, somewhere warm and tropical, obviously. Mm. Neither one of us have ever been on like a cruise or anything like that. So we're, we were paddling that versus doing something, you know, in the Caribbean or something. But we haven't really, hasn't been much discussed other than that. I've become that annoying friend. <laughs> no, I like, mm-hmm. it's like when somebody has a baby when you have another one. I just, I love this whole time with couples especially ones like you that just had this journey to get here and it's not to say that not everybody has that journey but I obviously this is one kind of dear to my heart because it's so similar to mine but especially being brave enough to do the self-work and understand what you deserve and what you don't deserve and what you're willing to give and then you get this moment and it's so damn fleeting it's just like such a like blip of a moment of a time and then you get married and start annoying each other no I'm kidding (laughs) Not really, but I mean... Are you really? (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. People say to me like, oh, it's just a piece of paper once you've bought a house and had a child together. And, you know, I don't really believe that that's true because for me, at least, it was a very big realization to be his wife, take his name and like realize you got to fight differently because you're... It's forever now. You know, you, it does, it did change things for me. So I always look at this time when I get irritated with him. As a matter of fact, we have a huge wedding portrait up our stairwell because it's right there. When I get mad at him, I look at it. I'm like, I love my husband. I love my husband. Cause I do. But I think that this special time is the thing that primes you forever. It primes you for the moments when things get hard and some, you know, it's, 
not everybody fights, but you know, you're desperate, destined to have a few bumps in the road or if, are you really married if that doesn't happen? And I think that this special time is the thing that I remind myself of all the time when the waves are rocking, I guess you could say. So that's my unsolicited advice for you. But I'm really excited. Is he excited to just be married or is he just kind of riding the engagement wave right now? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think he he would rather have the big wedding, whereas I'm more reserved and really? not wanting to do that. Yeah, and I, I truthfully, I don't even know why, because it's not like he's a social butterfly or a big party guy. I don't know. I think it's just the idea of the aisle, the white dress and There's all that. of that mm-hmm. I uh but like I said before I'm not really one to be center of attention like that I, I'm not that's not my cup of tea and anxiety is a bitch yep. and I am a perfectionist and I I don't want to do that to myself Ugh. I want to be able to enjoy it so you know we're very um, alike except for the fact that I did do that to myself <laughs> but yeah. I think that's super romantic that he would want that, but I think it's even more romantic that he's like, yeah, let's just, you know, whatever you want is what I want. Happy wife, happy he wife. Says he just wants to be able to smash cake in my face. You better let him at this <laughs> point. <laughs> I'll think about it. Yeah, because I said that to Marshall too. I was like, if you get one crumb of that cake on me, mm-mm, <laughs> no. Like, you're not only not getting laid on your wedding night, but just don't, just don't do it. This face is contoured <laughs> to the max. And I will hurt. We literally have video of it, of my makeup artist going, don't touch our face. <laughs> so That's actually funny. I went to elementary school with your makeup artist. Did you? Yeah. You can hear him then. It was literally just <laughs> like, don't you dare. It, you know, but I think that whatever way you guys do it, it's going to be magical for you guys because it seems as though you understand each other and it's just seamless. And that, to me, is a really great foundation. I'm not any kind of a pro at marriage because I've all been doing it for two years and some change but (laughs) I do think that from what I hear you guys seem super in love and you seem super super deserving of all great things and all wedded bliss and I sound like a nerd but I'm going with it because I think that there's all too often so many people that hear these love stories and do one of two things they either go well that's fine with them and then there's others that I've literally heard say that that was just a big source of inspiration because there's love in all walks of life and it makes me happy to celebrate it. So I'm super, super excited for you to be getting married. And once you get the wedding ring, I also expect a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and tell your fiance, I said, great job and congratulations to him too. Thank you. And also congrats to your littles, by the way, because it's a big deal for them too. Yeah, as much as uh, I think they'd like to kill each other some days. <laughs> uh, don't I know it? It's just, I don't know, having kids is another fun ride, but I don't think I could have uh, figured a different life without them because they made me a big part of whom I am. So, yeah, I'll keep them for now. <laughs> well, girl, congratulations. Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best. And hopefully once you walk down the aisle, we'll do a Show Me the Ring follow-up and you can tell me how everything went. Okie dokie. 
Sounds good. You guys have a great night. And you guys listening, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow we got some Ask Riley. So if you want to email me, reallyreallypodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a show me the ring or you know somebody that just got engaged or I want to do something new. If you guys bought yourself a ring, if you got a ring upgrade, I want to hear these stories too because we can do a show me the ring just because you bought yourself a self-love ring. That works as well. But thank you, Meg. And thank you guys for listening. It's really Riley.